Experience Milwaukee is presented by Few Spirits, Indeed Brewing, Cost Stereophones, and Transfer Pizzeria Cafe. Their generous support allows us to highlight all aspects of the city of Milwaukee, something we've been doing since 2018. Thanks for listening, and now, on to the show with Milwaukee's very own Black Belt Theater. Starting off real strong. Now, where's that record? Oh, look at that. It's a, there's a countdown. Did you see it? I saw that. Yeah. Three, two, one. Actually, really sorry I dragged you into this. <laughs> <laughs> you be quiet in the green room. <laughs> Ian, this is, this is not the first time you've dragged me in. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Cool. <laughs> All right. And that's exactly how we're going to start our podcast. That's it. We're not cutting that yep. out. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Adam, Steve, how's your week? My week is great. I'm ready to uh, podcast, which so, is great because I think that's exactly what we're going to do right now. That's the only reason I called you. That is usually the only reason you call me. So yeah, that makes sense. Except yeah. for you know, if you've got beer that that yeah. I want. Hey, you got any of that beer I want? Yeah, then I, I'll Can call I you then too. Can you deliver it. Um, I am uh, excited about this show. I'm always excited. Uh, I think I'm going to learn. I can hear some, it in your voice. I think I'm going to learn some things today. I think we're both going to learn some things today. Doubt it. And I'm <laughs> and I'm excited. Probably from Betsy. Uh, mostly. Specifically uh, from Betsy, I think, not <laughs> Ian. But uh, what? Why don't we just welcome them to the show? Yeah, let's welcome Betsy and Ian. Hi guys. Hi there. Hey guys. Thanks for having us. Ian, I think we were uh, on the last the last time we had you on for another project that you're working on. I think we uh, we were drinking apple juice. We were, yeah, pints of it. Yes, and now uh, not. Maybe speak for yourself. Yeah. Okay. Well, welcome to the two of you, uh, Adam. Welcome to you as well. It's great to have all of you. Um, this is going to be uh, quite interesting, Ian. I'm sure everyone knows. Everything about you and Betsy, uh, your your involvement in the business community and the community at large uh, speaks for itself. What let's Adam? Let's imagine we don't know anything. Done. All right. Good. Uh, why don't Ian and Betsy? Why don't you guys give sort of the background uh, of both of your? I would say the journey to Forward Forty Eight. And then what the heck is Forward 48? Betsy first. <laughs> I'm Betsy Brenner. I've been in Milwaukee for probably 15 years. I came here to uh, start a new job as the publisher and president of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, a job I loved for the uh, nearly 12 plus years I held it. Since then, I've been a community volunteer, a community gadfly, you might say. And uh, I've really enjoyed doing nonprofit and for-profit board work in and around Milwaukee, getting involved in so many worthwhile projects and uh, keeping busy every minute, probably more so than I was when I was working. Getting to know Ian has been a highlight of that. And for every project he's involved in, 
I just stand back and am, am in awe of the work he does, the people he engages, and the good for the city that results. So that's my story. I'm sticking with it. All right. And a nice little softball to Ian. Yeah. yeah Ian. I'll still swing and miss, but that was a great softball. <laughs> I'm the great Ian. I think Ian's he's Ian's got a lot of money. He's paying people nicely to oh, oh boy. endorsements. Yeah. Oh, boy. So Ian Apston, uh, I, I think Betsy and I have uh, – bonded over the fact that uh, neither of us grew up in Milwaukee and uh, as an outsider that journey can sometimes be uh, long to feel like an insider. Um, Betsy, I'm almost I'm almost a Milwaukeean officially. I hope you are after running the the paper for years and years, I hope you are now uh, part of the crew here. Uh, and, and as an outsider, you're looking at, you know, a city in different light. So when I moved here, I started a group called New Milwaukee, um, which gave me a lot of fantastic uh, access to uh, people, business leaders around the city, and I will always remember Betsy was was one of them, and we got to sit inside the Journal Sentinel speaking to uh, the president of the journal, and she actually gave us the time of day. I don't recall what we said or what we tried to pitch to her, but the fact that uh, a leader in the community gave young people trying to do something big uh, uh, 60 minutes of their time was was really great and left an impression on me. Uh, fast forward, I started a group called Hone, which is uh, a group to kind of connect the next generation of, of business and philanthropic leaders in, in the city. Uh, and now we've got 100 members in Milwaukee and 60 in Madison and larger effort to kind of connect both communities. I think Milwaukee and Madison working together as the two largest metros in the state have a lot of untapped potential. And as we were putting this together, uh, a project came across our laps and uh, we just couldn't get it out of our heads. Michael Hostet and I, uh, Michael's a board member of the Hone Group, and uh, he works at the Greater Milwaukee Committee, um, had gotten uh, a article from Dan Steininger on the lighting of the Hone Bridge. And uh, we took that civic project on about four and a half years ago. And if you look to the to the skyline at night, you will see those lights on the city-facing side of the bridge right now. So that project, uh, as it was kind of wrapping up, um, Michael and I were looking at each other, and we got this home group, and we're finally meeting the you know the connecting with some great people in the community. And um, it occurred to us that man, that bridge project was really, really hard. It was impossibly hard. It was a really hard thing to do. And man, if I, I wonder if we were just, when we were younger, if we would have had an opportunity to meet leaders who would actually share their stories with us and a little bit of behind the scenes on Milwaukee and how this place operates, because man, it's a really hard community to sometimes get things done in. And uh, in Milwaukee, it seems like all opportunities are connected to relationships. It's an extremely friendly town of people like Betsy who are willing to, you know, give them, give you, you time. And we thought, well, what if we could kind of make, make an opportunity for young people? What is, what is, what did I need? What program did I need at the age of 30 to quickly accelerate my career, to understand the city, the background of the city, the leaders who have shaped and formed the city, and then connect me with some of my peers who are equally excited about making good things happen uh, in Milwaukee and thus forward 48 has been born born and being raised as we speak yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah Adam are you in uh forward 48 
I am not either of the 48. I applied and I got a personal note from Ian <laughs> that said, just no, period. I just got a middle finger emoji. Oh, texted wow. to me. you got yeah. an emoji. It was That's texted awesome. to me, yeah. It was like, not oh. a chance. So <laughs> while we're joking about this, seriously, though, can you explain to us the ins and outs of 448 and why sh- people should be applying right now? Betsy, I'll take first crack at, at this one. And if you could follow up with maybe your view um, as one of the leaders who had uh, been our faculty on, on semester one. So Forward 48 is an accelerator for uh, leaders in Milwaukee for who want to get involved civically in the community. So it's limited to 48 people. Um, we represented 39 different companies last year, and it is a three-hour-long uh, program every Wednesday for two months where you hear behind the scenes from a leader who has helped shape Milwaukee. Uh, and everybody signs a confidentiality agreement. Um, they must, must be nominated by uh, someone within their company. And we really kind of roll up our sleeves and take what you hear from Betsy. She'll give you a 45-minute uh, kind of background on her story, her life, and and some of the real life experiences that she has in her leadership journey. And um, then you've got Q&A. And after that, we've got about an hour and a half where we break into small teams. So you really get to know your, your fellow Forward 48 uh, group and kind of take and digest what you just heard from Betsy and other leaders and work, do work projects on how you and your your counterparts uh, kind of can can improve your work or daily lives based on the knowledge that you were just given and the wisdom you were given from uh, from our leaders. And it, we had fan, fantastic group of uh, people from the Commons. So it's uh, Joe and Mike Hostad uh, and Maggie and Isabel who run that that side, and they really help on the facilitation um, through the GMC and, and their networks. Sure, sure. And uh, Michael's been on with you, Ian. Uh, uh, Joe Peschel's been on for the 4M. So uh, listeners, go back and do some homework and listen to those episodes. And and then, Ian, you were going to hand it off to Betsy. And so, Betsy, you can give your perspective on yeah. sort of the ins and outs of this from a from a faculty kind of perspective. The, the genius of Forward 48 is really that it, it fills a niche in the community that had never been done before. You know, there are plenty of entry-level programs for people just starting out in their career. And senior-level leaders have all kinds of networking and association opportunities. But for that group in the middle, the professionals that have some expertise want to grow and move to the next level, but don't really see that opportunity, that's where Forward 48 comes in. So it really um, bridges a gap that was out there. Maybe we didn't even understand it was out there, but it provides the connectivity, the learning, obviously, and the relationship building that's going to tie these young leaders to the community in ways we're all looking to establish. It's going to give them a greater feel for and connection to Milwaukee, which is a really important byproduct of this program. It is so we joked, well, mostly I did, but uh, Adam brought us back to seriousness. Uh, (laughs) We joked about 
applying, getting in. Uh, how how does that work, Ian? Uh, you know, is there is there a cost to this program, or do you do you get this because you make it through the the application process? Yeah, good good question. Sorry, I didn't lay that out right away. Yeah, so it's there's an application process uh, online at forward48.com. And the cost is $2,000, and that includes all this facilitation, the uh, recordings and, and video, and it includes um, Marquette credits for a, uh, I think, one credit for a Marquette Masters, oh, wow. uh, three-month subscription to the Business Journal, um, a six-month free membership into Rotary, um, and a six-month subscription to the university club. So it, it's really designed to be the top of that funnel. Man, Betsy hit it on the head. I'm glad you guys are recording this because I need to write that down. It's that <laughs> it's that kind of white space that these people are civically involved already. But how do you how do you curate that that younger group of leaders where there we we didn't find this didn't exist when we were younger. And it was this is the if I could create that leadership program that would have helped me when I was 30 years old. This this is it. And, uh, you know, with, with, with all of the facilitation, um, we're, this is designed to really be a springboard, which is why all those follow on ancillary products that I just mentioned, Hey, get, this should help you get into rotary. And this would make sure you're reading the business journal. So you know what's going on in the city and hopefully a springboard and not, not all people are going to love, you know, rotary or the U club, but 10 might, and those 10 are going to, if you backtrack. Uh, you know, five years after after this, there's going to be their future, you know, collaborators or boss that they're all going to meet, hopefully through these these programs. Yeah. Um, I hope I hope that was a good description of of your question. Ian, you did. Sorry, maybe, so you asked on how, how is that facilitated through the the application process? So um, in partnership with the home group and the GMC, um, we get a lot of recommendations from the presidents of corporations and uh, we vet those out and we make sure it's a very diverse group. It's nonprofit, it's for-profit, um, there's men, there's women, it's it's brown and black and, and white. And I'm really proud of the diversity that we had achieved with this. And I think a lot of that has to do with um, the speakers that we had lined up as well. Yeah, it. Um, uh, I, I was going to make a comment to that because I, I did look through the, the current cohort and... Um it's you know job well done bringing lots of different perspectives around the city together to get uh this kind of unique one of a kind learning from people who have been there and done that and and you know uh i think betsy you you say this in the in the video uh it's not just all the the you know rainbows and butterflies it's the things that didn't work out the way you thought and how do you recover? How do you adjust? How do you pull your team forward through those things? Um, so I think, uh, you know, it seems to be a pretty well-rounded program. Well, in reality, that's what leadership is all about. Um, I think it's easy to see kind of the gloss on the outside and presume that CEOs lead a gilded life. Mm -hmm. But it's, you know, it's dealing with adversity, with unexpected conflict. And how do you lead your way and your team through that to, to change? Um, I think this opportunity was set up in such a way that the participants hear from experts who have done that and really use it to influence their own workday. Uh, Adam, maybe we can pool our money together and like, you know, you go to one session, I go to another and 
You Guys, you have to, ma- have to make it through the application process. First. <laughs> you, You've you, bring, you bring the 1800, <laughs> I'll bring the two. All right. That's fair. Um, hey, uh, just, you know, uh, Adam and I were, were talking earlier and just wondering, like, you know, are, are other cities doing things like this? I mean, this is really connecting mm-hmm. the, the current and or the recent current past with the future. Betsy, you want to crack at that one? Sure. I've, uh, I've traveled around the country and worked in several different markets. I think people do portions of what 40, Forward 48 offers. Uh-huh. I don't know that they do the whole comprehensive program. So this is networking, which exists in other places. This is experiential learning, which exists in other places. No one has quite put the whole package together like I think Ian and Michael have done. And that's why the response and the tremendous uh, number of applications and enthusiasm by individual companies and nominators was as strong as it was. This is a fully comprehensive program and both the people in it and the people recommending people to be in it understand that. Betsy's good at this. I would. (laughs) Betsy's good at this. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to recommend Adam. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah and I'll, I'll piggyback on that it's we also were lucky enough like the, so the gmc that's a concentration of all of milwaukee's um leadership kind of under one umbrella and they were a perfect partner and mike lovell from marquette said hey i see the the, the value in this and came came with with credits and we've got you know people in with betsy is not from here and after leaving the last post, after running the largest publication in the state for years, decided to call Milwaukee home. That's not a normal trend in, in Milwaukee. Um, and oftentimes when you see CEOs um, exit the workforce, they'll often exit the city or at least part time and spend half in Florida or Phoenix and slowly disengage from the city. And they're you know, people aren't writing books. So how, what do we have in place to capture that wisdom? How can we make sure Betsy can share her stories to the next generation of philanthropic and civic leaders? And I think that was the the void we had, had tried to, to, to hit. And especially just in Wisconsin is some executives, when they retire, they go South. We have to make sure there's a platform to capture the knowledge. Um, and Betsy, I think you're in, you're in Arizona part-time as well, but still, extremely civically involved in Milwaukee. You're, it doesn't seem like you're, you're there as often as you are. You're not splitting time. This is true. You know, when you step down from a job in this town, people say, when are you leaving? Or what are you still doing here? I think it's really <laughs> unusual to stick around and stay connected. But it's so important for the people who have been here influencing the Milwaukee's present to contribute to Milwaukee's future. Right on. Betsy, do you have a secret passion for shoveling snow? Because <laughs> we've had plenty of it this year. Sure have. Hey, uh, I, you guys can you guys can decide who jumps in, but let's do like a little rapid fire action, and uh, and and just first thing that comes to mind. Um, but, uh, interested in from both perspectives, what's been sort of the most challenging part of getting this launched? 
Milwaukee doesn't do new well all the time. To do something new, you have to break down a lot of uh, barriers. And we weren't able to um, point to another city that was doing this, much like the bridge project. Um, so that was the hardest part to get this launched. But after you get a, a Betsy Brenner, a Rich Mewson, and a Greg Wesley to say yes, um, and you've got the buy-in of Marquette and the GMC things, then uh, you know they take take hold. But all those things I just mentioned, it yeah. took the last 14 years of relationship building to be able to rattle off those those names. Yes. Uh, so that's a that's a good and a bad of Milwaukee. The good is the tradition and the sense of building things based on a heritage or a past. Mm -hmm. The bad is, is if it hasn't been done before, we don't want to take a risk and do it. So like Ian says, you've got to break down a lot of resistance in order to prove that something new is worth doing. Well said. Well said. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Adam. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's uh what's the most common question you guys get about Ford 48? People often ask me what's the most common question I get about Ford 48. <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> That's very I mean, real of you. You're welcome. People always say who's the I mean who's the faculty what am I going to who am I hearing from yeah. and uh, the first session I mean we had it was Dr. Jeanette Mitchell and uh, Mike Love of Marquette Delma Sias when she talks she's putting on a just a performance I mean she's all she's she's fantastic Greg Wesley Betsy Brenner Rich Mewson um, Rolanda Rodriguez and then Bud Selig and uh, so this upcoming one it's Jeff Yabuki Corey Nettles Mary Ellen Stanek Gail Clapper uh, Representative Gwen Moore and Ulis Payne so that is the most frequent Damn. question I get and yes I will use that as an opportunity to plug season two of Ford 48. Why, why does it, why does it change? Why does the faculty change? Yeah. Why did you, why did you build that in? No, I'm not judging it. I'm just asking. Oh, well, I think, uh, we want to capture all of the stories. Um, so I think it's, um, someone who applied for this upcoming one with the Yubuki and, and Nettles, you know, might not have applied to the previous one. Maybe, you know, we want to make sure we're grabbing all of Milwaukee's yeah. wisdom and yeah. recording it. And, just making sure people have a variety of people to get, get and, and, and also, you know, how this is the scheduling time on Betsy Brenner's calendar. It is hard. It's hard. I get her once a year. Yeah. And then I, and then I strong arm her into a podcast. Yeah. Betsy, I, th I thought it was very easy. So I don't, I don't know what Ian, Ian's talking about. Oh, weird. It's yeah. like, she's putting up barriers or something. Yeah, I know. For certain people. Hey, hey, I am so easy. When Ian calls, I answer. You have, we've, we've done boat trips. Uh, you've come out to Palmer. Yeah, we've uh, a friendship has come out of this, guys. Nice. That is that that's is really how cool. It works. Yeah, nice. That's really cool. Yeah, that's that's the uh, power of networking, power of connecting with people too, which is really cool. Yeah. All right, the I have. Oh, go ahead, Betsy. No, I was going to say the most common question I get, and this is really the power of social media promoting this this program, is people want to know. People stop you and say, "What's this all about?" I mean, I've gotten calls from as far away as Florida, and people are saying, tell me about this. It looks intriguing. What's the story? So I think the promotion behind it is significant, but also it's a really intriguing idea that obviously has currency beyond Milwaukee. All right, I got one. I love it. I got one. Adam, I got one. Oh. I got a question. Oh, okay. I'll do the next one then. Okay. Uh, what's something people don't know about Forward 48? Huh, Ian? Huh? <laughs> Uh, well, I think a big part of Forward 48 is the genius behind the commons team. So the, the real generator behind, I mean, we, 
you can find six names and put them on a website, right? But it's it's how they interact with the group and every these stories are curated and and Joe and Mike and and Maggie and Isabel from the Commons are really good. Joe particularly is great at hearing a story and building the curriculum behind it. So you're yeah. gonna hear from the people, but a lot of the magic also is on that back end and hearing Betsy's story and going through the programming to make sure that people are exercising their brains to make sure they understand how what you just heard from Betsy is going to affect your work and personal life. So that's kind of a little of the magic of the Commons team. Magic. Magic. And I think what people don't know is um, how much honor really there is in being a faculty member. You know, it's um, sure you can put together any six people and they may be leaders in the community. But um, I was personally honored to be selected. And I'm sure the others felt the same way. It's always great to be asked to share your story and your experience and your knowledge. So when that call came, it felt pretty good. I, I was really shocked on that, by the way, Betsy. And I'm, I'm extremely glad you feel that way. I was really uh, surprised when GMC members and business and community members started reaching out and saying, how do I become a teacher? That is, was definitely not something we expected, but when you, you lead out with that power group, like we just did on the first one with Betsy, I think that was a, I guess a flag in the ground to say, here is where uh, some of Milwaukee's uh, brightest minds come to share their stories. So we were, we were pretty excited about those. Adam. That's awesome. I know. I want in. I, yeah, I know. The more we talk about it, the more I'm like, mm, I should click that apply today. You guys but... should maybe apply under an alias. I... Yeah, don't worry. I will. <laughs> Ad, I already Dan. get turned down on the first one. I got plenty of email. Addresses, I'll be but... Betsy Brenner. You be Ian Abston. We both apply. <laughs> no, got it. I just got to grow my hair out. Yeah. Um, okay. I have uh, for our final question, we're going to dig a little bit deeper. What is something inspiring that you've heard during your career that has stuck with you to this day? Ooh, hard Whoa. hitter, hard hitter. I, I know, swinging for the fences. And you can take your time on this. Mm -hmm. Adam will sing while I, you think. I'm gonna go with two quotes that I heard. One, one uh, is just a Milwaukee quote that I, I love. And I think Betsy and I might've, uh, this is how I think we bonded on, on this. It's there's, there's two types of people that don't like Milwaukee those that have never been here and those that have never left. And I love that because it's, it's mm. when you, when you leave the state, you understand why it's so good to be here. And it's hard to do that without the perspective of having left. And, you know, I lived in Seattle for a bit and, and that's a cold community, beautiful, you know, diverse downtown environment, but people there aren't friendly. People aren't there are not shovel your neighbor's sidewalk friendly. Um, or, you know, it's Seattle. So hold a umbrella over your neighbor, <laughs> but the, the people here are just incredible. And that's the old, maybe, you know, maybe you're not able to do this program in other communities because maybe the business community isn't as friendly as it is here. But when you call, um, some of these leaders and they say, yes, maybe that's a, a unique to Milwaukee thing. Um, so that's one, um, and the other was, I guess, just a networking tactic that I, that I heard from somebody it's. Uh, just as poor, import, it's more important to be interested as interesting. So just every conversation you have, just paying attention to the other person far more and being interested in what they are doing. Uh, you're going to learn so much more and leave the, those 
discussion so much uh, more fulfilled than, you know, just bragging about, you know, that you were the founder of Sprinkler. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because we oh, network with those Sprinkler guys, man. Whoa, they just talk about themselves. Fired. Yeah. Dude, you just fired one across the bow. That was a nuclear missile. That was a good one, Ian. Good, Thanks. Good. Thanks, and, buddy. And, and honestly, yeah. two really solid points, too. I mean, you ended it with a zinger, but really, yeah. really good. All right, Betsy. Well, Ian, I just want to say I'm originally from Seattle. So I was <laughs> that you encountered that was uh, not not real warm. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I really piggyback on what Ian said. When I got to town, Milwaukee, I was told it takes 10 years before you're no longer a newcomer in Milwaukee. <laughs> and I said, that's crazy. I've been in lots of places. People embrace you, but not here. That was really, I found that to be really true. It took a while to break through. But the, the good news is that once you do and once you're accepted, People throw their arms around you in a bear hug and never let you go. That's true. So it's a, it's a testing, I think. They want to make sure that you're not going to bolt, that you're here for the long haul, and that you really care and will show it. And once you do all of those things, you've made friends for life. And in the case of Ian and me, unfortunately, for life. <laughs> whether you Steve. like it or not <laughs> ian you said it once say it again where do they find follow apply yeah go to forward48.com uh you can find that on the world wide web it's uh the internet i finished Heard reading it last night not just a fad yeah 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 and uh all on, all on the socials right yeah, all on the socials as well. Yeah. Uh, pretty heavy LinkedIn as yeah. well. I'll say this. Uh, here's one thing I didn't mention about uh, the, the class before. It's the alumni group. Um, so after you've gone through it, uh, we are right now, we only have one alumni group and it'll obviously become more robust. But we want to make sure after these people have graduated, we are doing, man, we, we need to keep people together. Yes. Um, we, we need to, relationships. You, you meet someone eight times, um, you might have their cell phone number, you know, but we, it's our job to make sure if this city is going to grow, it that only comes with trust. So part of this is us making sure these people see each other and connect with each other time and time again, because your change happens at the speed of trust. And uh, that doesn't happen accidentally. So we have to be really thoughtful on making sure the future leaders are continuing to gather. So that's a, a little nugget on on all the Forward 48 applicants who uh, go through the program. And there's there's more at the other end of the tunnel. It it would it's almost as if we ended with a virtual hug. We did. Yeah. We did. But you still yeah. a virtual hey, hug. Get your virtual hand off my butt. <laughs> Never. Uh anyway. Um this was this was great. And uh I, I Adam, we'll figure it out. We'll get we'll infiltrate somehow. There's yeah, there's so much to learn from the two of you. We we sincerely appreciate you coming on, giving us a little heads up on forward 48 and and hopefully people are learning a lot from this and engaging more in milwaukee community yeah it's the goal great thanks for having us guys betsy thanks for being uh the originator on on class one sincerely appreciate everything you're doing in uh, in milwaukee so we are glad that uh, you are sharing your wisdom with us and Ian, thank you for being the uh, the instigator of Forward 48. And Steve and Adam, it's been great to be here. Thanks for the opportunity. Thank you. Adam? 
Steve. And now, you know, Milwaukee's own Black Belt Theater. <laughs>